Hey, everybody. My name is Ernest Dixon, and welcome to Coffee Break. Uh, we're here uh, with a good friend of mine, Mike Mendoza, all the way from California. Uh, Kelly in the house, Mike. <laughs> Are right. you on? Are you on the west side, east side? What I mean, what, what, what do you call that? The south side? Or the other? We, we are we are south south San Diego ish. Uh, we're okay. we're located. We're we're a suburb of uh, San Diego. Oh really? So, yeah yeah. So we're not too far from like uh, the border, basically. Where would I where would I fly? Where would I need to what what um, airport would be the oh, best? You fly right into San Diego. We're like 15, 20 minutes out of San Diego. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Okay. All right. Well, everybody, hey, I, I hope that you're excited just like that I am. Um, just kind of just this is our this is our chat time. This is our, our bro time. Uh, of course, in these different chats, uh, we ask everybody to come, you know, brew, brew up a cup of coffee. I have my favorite uh, coffee brand. Of course, I posted it on my LinkedIn. I love Matt Cafe. Uh, Colombian brand, and I know there's some of y'all who are like, oh, that's nasty. Who wants to drink uh, McDonald's coffee? But I promise you, that's some of the best uh, Keurig, <laughs> quick, <laughs> easy coffee that I just love. I'm not a Starbucks, and I know there's probably gonna be some people who are gonna be booing me and hating me. I'm sorry, I'm, just, I'm I, I cannot do it. I'm, I'm not a Starbucks guy at all. But um, or Folgers or Maxwell, my mom would probably get on to me about dissing Maxwell because she loves it. Um, but that's what coffee I'm drinking. Mike, what coffee uh, are you drinking? Or you know, what's your favorite coffee? Share it with people. If, if, uh, if I'm drinking coffee, I, I usually do local roasters. I don't do Starbucks uh, anymore. So I do local roasters. This is one here that has a. It's called Dark Horse in San Diego, and they make this, uh, they roast this uh, Ethiopia Sadamo. Uh, I'm a coffee nerd, so they do this uh, Ethiopia Sadamo. You know, it has uh -huh. like hints of blueberry. I do uh, uh, drip coffee, you know, so I just get it strong, right? Yeah. But, but, but lately I've been uh, on drinking tea now, so I've been kind of slowing myself drinking tea, right? I drink these. Uh, Harney and Sons tea, and it's called Paris. I do these loose leaf. I have to nerd out on everything I do. So even my tea is nerdy. I got you. What's the reason behind switching, like with uh, going from, I would say, uh, coffee to no tea? Uh, I, you know, I was drinking a lot of coffee. So I would just get like so jittery. Uh, you know, I was like, man, uh, like by the end of the day, I was still like, ugh. So, oh, I, I, wow. so I, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to slow down, drink some tea, uh, take it easy. And, you know, I was like, all right, well, now, now, I'm, now I'm doing tea. I do coffee on, on bad days. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Hey, for everyone who's watching, you know, or you're going to watch the replay, you know, tell me, what's your favorite coffee brand? That, that's the whole purpose. I'm a coffee fanatic. I, I, when I was an educator in, in the classroom, students would literally, for Christmas or teacher appreciation, the, the parents would bring me boxes of coffee from Sam's. And uh, I like the hazelnut coffee creamer. French vanilla is okay. Uh, you can keep that half and half. Mm -mm. Uh, <laughs> but uh, my former boss would say I was having sugar, more mm -hmm. sugar than coffee. But I mean, it works for me. And mm -hmm. I like at least 
I know this is bad, uh, but it's recording. So it, I like at least three cups of coffee a day. I even like to drink one before bed. I don't know, is it because of the hot sensation or what is it really about the coffee? Because it doesn't get me, you know, wake me up or anything like that. It's just kind of, it's one of those things. Now, I do like, there's a peach ginger tea uh, that I've been drinking lately. I really like it. So I don't know. Hey, but you guys who are watching the replay and and and, and you're going to go out to our social media, go out to our blog, you know, tell, tell us, you know, what kind of coffee or what kind of teas that you're drinking so that we can share them out. We're going to probably even do like a little poll after a while, just kind of see what's going out there. So Mike, anything interesting going on um, this week? I mean, hey, we're, we're still in a pandemic <clears throat> mm-hmm. and we still have some schools who are doing hybrid learning mm-hmm. and uh, all those jazz. What's going on up there, uh, Kedron Valley? Tell me, what's going on? So, about- so at well, so at Cajon Valley, we have a an offering here called Virtual Learning Academy, mm-hmm. which is basically the opportunity for parents that don't want to send their kids back to traditional school right now, uh, the opportunity to still have uh, distance learning. So, so we have a totally like separate school that just supports that. Uh, the rest of our school has been pretty much back to normal. The, you know, COVID cases are still down, even though with what's going on, uh, we're, we're not having a big spike on, on it, right? So, but you know, the big thing is always uh, just making sure that the kids are surfing safely and, you know, not, not getting into business that they shouldn't be doing, right? I mean, what are some, what are some tips, you know, some best practices? Even like for the COVID, what what is, what is your district doing in particular that would probably just be a good tip for others who are going to watch? And even you know you're talking about surfing. You know what what are some things that you're doing in order to uh, protect those student devices and surfing capabilities because they're using virtual platforms? Yep. Uh, so you know kids are very industrious. Uh, <laughs> so so you we 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 monitor. You don't have to do it like every day, but. You know, like once every week or so, well, I'll go through the dashboard, uh, you know, see what is being surfed, right? Like, yeah, we, we already make sure, you know, whoever sets up their uh, their uh, implementation, when they set up their their blocking of their web filters, just make just block unrated. Like, I'm just going to tell you that just block unrated uh, for the most part, unrated sites that are deemed necessary are far and few between. So it's just better to block them and then whitelist after. Gotcha. Um, you know, uh, yep. Um, we, let me see, any other tips? I mean, the, the you know, for Bloxy in particular is just so granular compared to what we've used before that, you know, you can really go off into the weeds, uh, but you know, it's, you know, the, the KISS method, right? Just keep it simple, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. I really do love that. So even back on your your COVID protocols, what do you? I mean, what are you doing at at Valley? Uh, so what we right now what we're doing is, uh, I mean, standard. You know, the classrooms aren't as full. They're spread out. Uh, they're they're spread out to whatever the requisites are for the state. So you know, um, I mean, it, it really feels like business as usual. Just make sure the kids got masks on, wash their hands. Uh, you know, hand sanitizer. Um, it's been pretty good to go. So, are you are you guys doing like a hybrid where kids come 
are they coming every day or are they oh yeah kids are every day full time every day okay and then yeah, you yeah. just choose to do the virtual option then that's where uh, yeah you're you're okay that's pretty cool mike tell us about your job what what because you're a network analyst tell us a little bit right. about that we know about tech directors and mm -hmm. you know maybe a career or mm -hmm. not, i shouldn't say career uh, a curriculum director but tell mm -hmm. us a little bit more about the network uh analyst um so my my job is more i'm so i'm i'm definitely focused on the uh technology side um but i would say that let me see uh, I do, you know, make sure that, you know, uh, surfing for the kids is safe, for the uh, employees is safe. Uh, I review, I go for the, I manage the firewall. Um, uh, you know, I manage, uh, I maintain the uh, wireless infrastructure uh, and the, uh, the wired, so all the switching equipment network, anything network, uh, servers, uh, workstations, I do patch management. Uh, I, I kind of run the gamut, uh, gotcha. you know, some app, app support. I kind of, I kind of like do it all. And we well, have about 17,000 students. Wow. That's a lot of kids. Mm -hmm. yeah. what, what, what are you using like for your, I mean, you, when you talk about switches, I know we were using Cisco um, mm -hmm. at one point in time when I was in that area and then Meraki. Mm -hmm. Uh, for some surfing, and, and then of course we had the Google Admin Console. What what are you using, and and what are some tips that you'll give to tech directors who's looking for a new solution, mm -hmm. or just make you know the best of what they got? Like so, we're using Aruba, uh, okay. Aruba Airwave. Uh, so we're using Aruba uh, hardware. So Aruba Wireless, Aruba Switching, uh, Airwave to manage it all, and it makes mm -hmm. it really easy for any any technician right like you know without spending too much right it's still you know still costly but it's not cisco expensive right so you know you know the, the hardware has support you don't need to get like smart net for it uh uh and and the, the ui makes it so that even a level one like a level maybe level one level two like network technician can actually come in and help manage the wireless and wired infrastructure, and it gives a lot of tools. And then, uh, you know, we we use ClearPass for authentication, which allows us to segment and break up our network, so kids aren't on the same network as teachers. Kids are on their own network, you know, uh, keeping their traffic a little bit safer uh, and more segregated, just because, you know, kids are kids, and they'll try to surf stuff that is not bad, or maybe load some extensions, or or do something that's not really, uh, you know safer the district also. I got you. Okay. Okay. Well look, I got a few like questions from uh my Twitter. Like I had a few mm -hmm. I had a few um people who follow me out there. Mm -hmm. Shout out to those who do uh follow me out uh on Twitter. I'll share my uh Twitter hashtag and all that kind all of right. stuff a little bit later. But there's a couple questions that a few people were interested when they saw that I was um going to uh, have this chat with you. And again, we're just we're keeping it casual. Uh, you, you share what you can or, or mm -hmm. whatever, but there's there's four questions that are in particular to mm -hmm. your profession. Here's one. Would you uh, rather have a tech support staff that is highly skilled in repair skills with poor skills, excuse me, with poor people skills or great customer service with very little technical skills? This is a great question. I, I, yes. I'm, I'm excited about this one. I want, I like people. 
So I'm uh -huh. a, a people person and, and skills can be learned and gleaned. Uh, and, and then this way, you know, if you have the right person, right, with a, the, like, let's be honest, right? Um, school districts are customer, we're, we're customer service for, yep. for kids, right? The kids are our customer, parents are and our customer. Parents, yeah. Uh, the, the community. The community, right? yeah. So, you know, you, you got to have somebody who, who who knows how to treat people, right? And uh, understand, you know, kind of empathize, you know, because yeah. everyone's situation, you know, I, I came to the school district, I did not know uh, a lot about school districts. I came from private sector, you know, I just had this this mind focus on, uh, you know, it's bottom line, right? And and sometimes it's not about the bottom line, right? It's about what, how, how to help how to help people, you know, and that's, that's actually uh, gave me more empathy through, through working at a school district. And, you know, it's been, it's been really, you know, enlightening because, you yeah. know, there's a lot of people in these uh, situations where you like, you don't think about it, right? You're like, this kid has no internet at home, right? You're like, oh man, he's split yes. between multiple homes, oh right? You know, yes. so you don't, you, you know, there's a lot of things I, I didn't think about before and, and, and people who can empathize with, what they're struggling through and not just kind of like i'm really good at this you know because the, the days of the it nerd in the dungeon are over honestly yes uh so somebody with and nowadays you know younger people they're born and they're raised in this technology so they understand technology or they understand how to adapt so looking for somebody with the right skills is i mean with the right um uh mindset and right customer focus to me is is uh is is a is a better fit for for a lot of for, especially for a school district. Hey, for everybody who is going to watch this replay again, I need you to weigh in. That same question, a person with customer, with, with awesome customer service, maybe not so well in the technical um, um, entry spec, and then uh, versus a person who has great tech support, but they don't have good people, school, people skills. I need you to weigh in. I really want to know what you're thinking out there. I personally would say, uh, same as Mike, uh, you got good good customer support, good customer success. Uh, we can, I can make, we can sell ice to Eskimo. You know, I know ice. They got, they have the Eskimos have their ice, but we're gonna make it work. And you know, I, I got people telling me, I don't know what you're selling, but I'm buying. Like, yeah, right. you you know, you know, and so that's how I feel about it as well. You, we we can learn the skills and and. You know, there's sometimes even when you taught the skill and they forgot it, you know, do you, are you still showing empathy? Uh, you know, maybe they'll catch up or are you putting your fist down? And, and I mean, we've all been in those different type of environments where we've been up on the leadership who, you know, I think you're a good person, but I don't know if this job is right for you, you know? And so mm -hmm. that, that, that you have that type of leadership, mm -hmm. um, that you work for as well. And I have seen that uh, working in the ed tech world. Um, even, you know, here's, here's, it comes to a question here. Uh, why are uh, IT uh, guys, or basically says IT uh, workers uh, so techy? And why do they, why do they not speak to, um, customers as human beings. I don't know. That's it. Well, this is, a, you, this is you know, good one here. You know, fundamentally, <laughs> you know, you know, techies are passionate about their technology, right? Yeah. So, yeah. so, so, you know, I think about it as, as 
as uh, you know, not to get too far off, but like, you know, I, I've, I've gotten more passionate about people, right? So I just turned my tech into people. So I, you know, when you geek out on something, so I still geek out on people, right? Like, you know, even talking to them, right? I, I mean, I've talked to people who are like, why are you talking to him? Like, why not talk to him? You don't, you don't know what, what they're going through. Maybe you just made their day by talking to them, right? Just like, like I said, empathy, right? I mean, without, without, you know, talking about like, too much like religion and all that stuff, but you know, uh -huh, I like, uh -huh. you know, I like, you know, treat people, you know, yeah. as you'd want to be treated, right? My mom would say, um, sometimes IT talk is over her head, yeah. uh, you know, and I guess that's where I, that would kind of be my answer in this type of situation. Mm -hmm that sometimes we have to make sure we're, we're still dealing with humans and uh, some different skills or careers we go into you know we learn about operating systems someone's like what's an operating system i just got a computer you know? <laughs> and anybody who's good at technology like i'm gonna say good uh yeah. can explain the most complicated system using simple terms right yeah. so you know if you're if you're if you're you know if you're over talking about how technical something is, like sometimes you're using the buzzwords to like kind of like this is my I, I look at people and I'll look, just make it simple, like just keep it simple because then I know what you know what you're talking about. Because you can if you can explain what you're talking about to the to a kid, yeah, then you then you know what you're talking about. In my opinion, I agree. I agree. Here's another question from Twitter: In 60 seconds or less. Why does restarting your computer resolve a lot of problems? <laughs> okay, um, usually hung updates for Windows, hung DLLs. Uh, DLLs are programs like basically you think of a, a link, a bicycle chain, and a DLL is a link in that chain. Sometimes the, 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 the link might be kinked a little, so you got to reboot it to clear out the link, clear out the cache. So that, that's kind of, it's, it's all based off of uh, connecting uh, architecture of the program so that's why reboots fix it under 60 seconds i see uh, man i, I should have had a bail like so mm -hmm. every time i do these chats because I, I, I i was like maybe i should like do a wheel and, and have a big question but now i feel like i need a buzzer so that mm -hmm. when you don't make the time you know you get buzzed i don't know we're we're, we're just excited to kind of just have this moment and uh to share with the world our expertise, to share, the, you know, just our uh, personality. So, I mean, again, my kudos to you, and I, I definitely appreciate you. Here's another question from Twitter. What do you think a 21st century classroom looks like? And I know that, because when they wrote that, I was like, well, it kind of looks like what we are, what we kind of have done to it, but some schools don't have those same benefits as others, and so their 21st mm -hmm century classroom looks different than someone mm -hmm. who, you know, so share, you share. A 21st century classroom to me looks more like a, uh, a break room at Google, right? <laughs> like, you know, you know, more like, uh, you know, more free flowing, here's some sofas, you know, here's a chair, you know, here's a spot to do your work, here's a little quiet area, maybe you need to focus, you know, but, but, you know, I, I think teaching, is going to be more like stand-up meetings in my opinion right because just think about it when you're standing in a meeting you 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 retain that info because you're standing <laughs> first of all right so you, your blood's flowing you're you're moving and, and and it's it's like it's called like chunking right so you you can take this information in in 15 minutes at a time 
digest it, figure out what you're going to do, move on, chunk on the next one, right? Then that way, you know, kids that don't have the focus, like some other kids, can still be uh, part of the, the learning process, right? They're not just kind of like, and I see this in classrooms, like, but, you know, if you, if you keep it 15 minutes, 15, 20 minutes at a time, you know, just chunk the, the, the curriculum, you know, and then more free for all, give, give kids space, more creative. Like, I feel like I, I, kids, like when I was going to school, didn't have the creativity, right? We had desks yeah. lined up in a row, right? And, yeah. and, 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 you know, that was, you know, like that, that was just the way it was, right? But I think with like, with tools, right? There's, there's a lot of tools now that can help, you know, uh, manage kids in, uh, in the way they learn, right? Like, you know, like I said, chunking, uh, maybe like Bloxy, right? You can set a pod, you can just push out um, a curriculum to each group that you have set up. That way, yeah. you know, like, hey, here you go, kids. You're working on this group. Here, you're gonna work on this one. You're gonna run this one. This is only what you're gonna work on. And you're not gonna have the chance to uh, go do anything else. So that's that's kind of like, you could set up the curriculum that way. There, there, and thank you, whoever, who, who, uh, whoever joined uh, in, the, in the call, if you have something to share, even have a question, uh, that you want to pop in the chat, feel free, or you got a thought about this question in particular. We're talking about what does the 21st century classroom look like? Mike, I don't know. Are we not adapting because we're so used to structure? Or because there are few uh, education systems where you're going to walk in and you're going to see the Google uh, mm -hmm. uh, break room. You know, there's, there's classes in there. You know, you might have mm -hmm. that little area because. I grew up in an uh, uh, education system where, I mean, we have centers, and I think centers were wonderful. I love for the teacher to teach and then put us out in the centers. But somewhere in there, we stopped that when you went to middle school and high school, and then the rooms are still in rows, and so now you're in lecture because you think that you're trying to prepare us for college because mm -hmm. most, being honest, most universities are not in that type of, you know, teaching mm -hmm. format. So mm -hmm. you then switch, and mm -hmm. what do you think? Um, so I'm not an educator, but I have kids. So mm -hmm. I look at, at how they're learning, right? So my, mm -hmm. my youngest, you know, he needs structure. Um, he, he, he has an IEP, you know, uh, he is not the most outgoing kid, but, mm -hmm. you know, sweetest boy wants to, you know, make everyone happy, you know, but he has trouble learning some things, right, and, or keeping up. So that's that's where kind of the the structure is is needed, right? But there's there's other kids who are excel. Like I have my nephews, they're excelling in uh, distance learning. Like they love it because <laughs> they, at, at the same time they have their their creative freedom, right? Because they're doing their stuff, and then you know they they have the ability to stay on task, which not a lot of kids do, right? And and that's why I you know hybrid's cool. And distance, distance learning has been cool, but, you know, I think, honestly, kids, like young kids especially, need, need the structure only just to keep, keep them focused, right? It's like corralling kittens, like, you're not going to do it, you know, and kids aren't going to do it themselves. Kids just want to play. They want to play Roblox and Among Us the whole time. So, you know, you got to keep them, keep them focused. Not Among Us. It's actually one of my favorite games to play with my nephews. Uh, and godsons when they come over for the weekend, we mm -hmm. we even put we even put connect someone's phone to the TV, and it's always funny when they 
would one of them get the imposter? And they're oh, like, yeah. we're, play, we're playing, uh, what is it, Hide and Seek or whatever, Lights Off? Or I don't know, I can't remember. It's, uh, it's, it's very funny. And then we're all looking in the room. I, hey, if you, if, and this is for anybody if you've never played Among Us, I'm not, I'm not saying because this is not a shout out. <laughs> but we're just having a chat here. I, I, I'm not addicted to it. But I do enjoy playing it. It's one of those. Uh, it's a it's, it's a stress reliever for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, just to kind of tell the truth, I used to play Mortal Kombat. Dude, are you are you mm-hmm. a gamer? Are you? Are you oh, what are you uh, huge huge nerd. I mean, I played Mortal Kombat. I think I cut school used to just to play Mortal Kombat like at yeah. a bowling alley. <laughs> when it was uh, quarters. Uh, um, we what do we we have the latest one here at the house and kids they're like uncle we're gonna play with you just like two rounds and then you just give up your joystick because we know you're gonna win mm-hmm. and um they hate for me to use frost or mm-hmm. um who else i like i think i like rain or uh mm-hmm. kenji kenji yeah, those, those are those, those like a couple of my favorite players on the border code i don't know uh but anything else like you want to play nba 2k uh-uh do you want to play Grand Theft? Uh, uh-uh. I, I mean, I, I, I don't know. Those are not, they're not my thing. Even Fortnite. Fortnite was a big thing, and mm-hmm. I played it for, like, 12 minutes and was so confused. I got mm-hmm. frustrated. I was just like, you know, here, y'all can have this. So I literally, uh, maybe if there's some race car driving games, mm-hmm. I can do those. Like, you know, back in the day, we played Need for Speed. Yeah. <laughs> and it got oh, to yeah. do one, but the old one. I mean, I'm talking about Nintendo 64. Oh, mm-hmm. what, I think the next console that I had was like a PlayStation 2, and that was in college. So in my childhood years, literally, the Nintendo 64 until the cassette stopped working. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, then in college, I had a PlayStation 2. And just like maybe three or four years ago, I finally got a PlayStation 4 and an xbox and i think the xbox was donated but i don't know you know i still have my n64 so i still play it with the kids really mm-hmm. uh, what, so i played golden eye <laughs> so, i haven't heard that in so long i know stop looking at my screen i'm not looking at your screen that is too funny what about mario kart are you a mario oh, yeah so i still play mario kart i like it and, on the n64 it's so fun and Donkey Kong, that was uh, like Donkey Kong Country, and yeah, know, I, I didn't play the old ones. <laughs> that that was the game mm-hmm. back in the day. I don't like I say now they're playing all this other stuff. I'm just like, I, I don't know. And y- y'all can y'all can have it. I, I don't. Mm-hmm. I'm cool with it. Uh, what what is something that you're watching on Netflix uh, now, or or I, you know, I think I'm watching The Witcher right now. I just started it back up, uh, uh-huh. so I'm watching The Witcher. I liked it. I like it. Uh, so The Witcher is good. Uh, there's quite a few shows. Like you know, uh, you know, I haven't started yet, and my my Star Wars nerd in me is mad at me. But I haven't started Boba Fett. But I have been avoiding uh, spoilers like Neo in the Matrix. So I haven't seen any spoilers on it. So uh, I, I got to watch Boba Fett. Uh, yeah, there's 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 a few shows. I watched, um, and it's not on Netflix, it's on Disney Plus. I know mm-hmm. I'm a Disney Plus guy. Oh, me too. 
<laughs> I watch Eternals when it. I mean, the day that it hit, I think on my lunch break. I'm sorry, boss. Uh, yeah. I watched it on my lunch break. It's like two hours, close to three hours long, anyway. Mm-hmm. So of course, if I watch it on lunch break, I still had a yeah. little bit left. But uh, it was good. I mean, have you seen it? I I haven't. The only spoiler I heard was at the end. Uh, huh. I I didn't. My friends were talking about it, and I was kind of like. Uh, I, I wanted to see it, but I was like, I'm, I'm like, meh. like that's one of the Marvel movies I could just, meh. <laughs> so, but I hear it at the end, they're going to bring in some new characters, like some reboot, some old stuff. So I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty yeah. happy about that. So that's the part that I really like about it because I didn't know that, and maybe I'm wrong, Blade is yeah. a part of Marvel? Mm-hmm. Like, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. When did that happen? I never knew that growing up as a, yeah. a kid, yeah. but I wasn't really into the comic side. Mm-hmm. And so when all these characters started coming out, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, like, Blade yeah. Blade is a uh, comic. That is, well, okay, maybe now I'll probably go back and try to mm-hmm. figure out, all right, who are these people? And I feel like at this point, all the comics are about to come to life. And, and mm-hmm. I was going to, I don't know, they're, 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 they're really doing something. It was okay. Eternals were okay. It it wasn't my favorite. Mm-hmm. I have watched it at least five times mm-hmm. just so that I could understand. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I understood, but it wasn't like Avengers Endgame. You know, it wasn't. Well, it wasn't it, that. Yeah. yeah. They didn't character build is the thing, right? It's not a whole. It's not a whole saga. So it's just a movie yeah. that they just threw together, and then. Well, the basis is they're trying to throw a little bit of character building, but you know, not if you're not a comic book nerd, you're not going to get it. Yeah, I, I, I did. Like I, I mean, I enjoyed some of the characters that I learned. You know, oh, shout out to Angelina Jolie. I think everybody loves Angelina Jolie. Oh, at least I do. Uh, I think I fell in love with Angelina Jolie when she played in Salt. Have you seen that movie? Oh yeah, the old goody. Oh, I, I'm, I love Angelina Jolie so just knowing that she was cast in it I wanted to watch it for that reason and I knew that she was gonna just be amazing <clears throat> oh I, I loved her since Hackers you're gonna make me have to go back and see have I seen Hackers mm-hmm. it's with uh I forgot his name he was in uh he's in elementary that you know elementary the Sherlock Holmes tv show yeah, 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 uh, yeah. he was he was in it he was the main one of the main characters Wow. Oh, Hackers is an old movie. That's where I first saw. I'm gonna have to go back and check that one out. I wonder if Netflix have it. That'd be interesting. Hey, we're we're almost at time, and we, and, mm-hmm. and everybody, I hope you're enjoying this chat because this is exactly what it is. You, we're we're, we're having our conversation, and again, we're 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 started supposed to be like a once a month ordeal, but because of you, uh, you guys, and the conversations that we're having, we decided to do these uh, little breaks uh, where either you or your you know, PLC, or you got a little time to kind of hop in, or even just come in, watch, or check out the replay. It's just a time for us to kind of get some expertise in different fields, just conversing and uh, having that, that little small talk. And listen, we want you to join in. Join in the conversation. When we post that out on our social media, say we want you to join in the conversation, have your coffee, put some comments in the chat box. Uh, we want to see your feedback, okay? We want to hear from you. Uh, even if you have some topics that you want us to talk about, we want to hear from you. But as we get ready to uh, kind of wrap it up, Mike, I got one little, one more question for you. What is a what is a personal goal or professional goal that you have for 2022? 
Um, you know, I haven't really set one up. I What I want to do is just keep learning, right? I have so many systems. I, I just have to keep on top of it. I actually am going back to school uh, next week just to to, to keep, keep on top of my technology, right? Like, you know, people, like I've learned that uh, IT is a young man's game and I'm trying to stay young for as long as possible. So I just got to keep learning, go to school. You know, I'm done with school, but I'm not done with school, right? My, my kids are like, well, you still going to school, dad? I said, you're going to go to school forever. Yes, I agree. Learning uh, when, forever. when my boys found out that I was uh, pursuing my doctor, they was like, so are you getting it because you just want us to call you Dr. Dixon versus, I said, get get out of here. Get, <laughs> it's like, well, it means, people are just going to call you Dr. Dixon. Means that, you know, so yeah. now I'm having to have those conversations on what it means to get a doctorate. And but they're mm-hmm. just like, you know, uh, if I can get a good paying job, I don't have to have a doctorate. You don't have to call me Dr. Dixon. It's not going to matter. And so then I'm just like, hey, uh, why are you why are you going again? You know, but mm-hmm. I always remember or remind myself we're off with lifelong, lifelong learners. It really mm-hmm. doesn't matter, especially here. I mean, of course, that's the thing of education or educators. Mm-hmm. I really feel like, you know, professional development is, is something for every uh, mm-hmm. occupation or profession that you uh, go into. So that's kind of uh, how I feel about it. And, you know, p- personally, I'm you know, I'm a big man. I mean, you might not be able to tell because this nice sweater that I got on, but uh, that's what I'm doing. Uh, I have a challenge that every day at least I'm trying to uh, walk five miles mm-hmm. so that at the end of the month I've completed a hundred miles. Mm-hmm. So um, that's that's what I'm doing. That's 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 my personal goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now I've been sticking to it, and so I'm kind of excited about uh, maybe seeing some results. You know, summer coming up. Maybe COVID will be all right. I can go put my feet in some sand. That's about two hours, two and a half hour drive oh, yeah. to to the beach. So mm-hmm. we'll see, you know we'll see what happens. I think the, when COVID hit, I actually was with the family for spring break. We were at uh, Orange Beach, Alabama. I don't know if you ever been mm-hmm. there, but it's a beautiful, beautiful area. Um, water is dynamic, and I really enjoyed having that time with them. They're bugging me now. Where are we going mm-hmm. for spring break? I don't know. Just hang tight. But they don't want to go back to Orange Beach. They, they said, we've been for three years in a row. <laughs> so now I have to find somewhere that I want to go. And it's, before I started the podcast, my, my nephew say, uh, uh, you, you know you can get a rental. Because I'm, <laughs> I'm at the point where I'm like, hey, y'all, we're going to take two cars. And so they're like, well, just get a rental again. I'm like, what if I don't want to get a rental? So, right. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. But um, hey, I've enjoyed having this conversation with you. I hope that everybody who joined in or who went to watch the replay, you're going to enjoy it as well. Again, we're going to post these to our um, Boxy website. Uh, they're going to also be out on our social media platforms, probably just small clips where we've really kind of had an empowerment movement. But the entire recordings will be available for you to go back and watch the replay. Again, those questions are where I ask you to kind of join in the conversation. Join in the conversation, and and I'm like I said, I'm really excited that we're we're doing these these 30 minutes coffee breaks. Hey, I hope that everybody, you know, you, you're having an awesome week. Uh, what's the name? Today's Thursday. I hope you have a tremendous Thursday. Uh-huh. Uh And all that jazz. Uh, Mike, anything else before we get out of here? Anything you want to say to the people? Uh, you know, if you if you have customers or clients or prospective customers or clients that want Bloxy from a customer perspective, you know, I don't mind talking about it for for a little bit. Not at all. Um, you know, also just remember when you're doing 
you know, Bloxy, um, you know, for, for people who are new to it or, or doing some, something like that, you know, talk with your ed tech teams, keep the, keep the focus on the kids, you know, so, I mean, yes, focus on security, but focus on the kids and, and what they're learning and make sure you know what curriculum the teachers are doing just so you can, you know, not have any hiccups and, and worry about this, uh, worry about it. And, and if you're doing um, uh, distance learning, because we have, since we have both, uh, we have our distance learning kids are on a time-based policy. So the time-based policies are super handy because it also allows, uh, you know, we didn't even talk about like parent dashboard and how the parents love it, but, you know, it, it helps, it helps with the, the time-based policies help also with parents' uh, uh, needs on, on uh, you know, controlling YouTube or whatever their the kids are doing. So time-based policies are good. Uh, work with your ed tech teams and uh you know it, it seems like bloxy is a huge like behemoth of a of an app but it's super easy once you you get into it you're like okay the first like couple weeks you're gonna be like oh what uh, and then once once your implementation helps you through it you'll understand it it's really easy hey mike i sure appreciate that i, I know that the company is definitely appreciate y'all see mike wearing his sweat i can't wait listen so this is the plan i'm supposed to get some bloxy cups and stay coffee break on them. I can't mm -hmm. wait till they come in so I can ship them out to you so that you'll have your coffee cup with coffee break. And I, have, I have my coffee cup. I mean, we already just, we, those socks was, were worth it, but now that you have a coffee cup, I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm blown away. I am. I just, it's a little thing for me. I don't, right. So someone's going, that man's crazy. No, I, I'm, I'm just one of those people who I love marketing. I love putting out uh, the product out there. And so, yeah, again, I had to get a shot of mic because I, I don't know if I even asked really a technically a Bloxy question, um, but shout out to Bloxy. Thank you all for allowing me to do this chat. Thank you again, Mike. Thank you for everyone who attended, everyone who, who's going to watch that recap. I appreciate you in advance. And until next Thursday, hey, we're out of this thing. Peace, everybody. Peace.